Well, that's on right now, so we're recording now. We're, we're not live, but hey, Ricky Bobby's on there. <laughs> Welcome to Nothing Is OB Golf Podcast, episode number 20. Now, I'm super, super pumped today to be here. I'm actually in the beautiful, luxurious uh, UTSA <laughs> athletic offices over here at Park West, uh, right off of Hosman Street here in San Antonio, Texas. I have the privilege of being here today with the UTSA head women's golf coach, Summer Batista, and her assistant, Daniel Pock. Right, did I say that correctly? You got the accent, yeah. All right, I try, I try. Some, sometimes people say I'm a bit of a wanker. Oh All right, well, thank you all again so much. for. I appreciated being here on uh, Friday, and I'm sure I know this is your, probably your time off, but uh, again, thank you all so much for allowing me to be here. We're in season. There is no, no time off. off yeah. Yeah. There's no days off. <laughs> no time off. So you're always on the clock. Yeah, 24-7. All right. Well, Summer, and why don't you – and then I'll start with – after. then I'll go with you, Daniel, afterwards. Yeah. Summer, so tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, you know, some of your personal life, family life, and uh, how you got your career started in the game of golf. Yeah, um, real quick because I guess my upbringing is, has been – fairly uneventful but um i grew up in houston texas spring texas it's just north side of houston a multi-sport athlete um and my father played in the nfl um so he instilled a lot of uh values he learned in college athletics and in professional uh sports um and then I decided I was just going to do golf in high school. Um, you know, I was recruited by the basketball coach, but I didn't really like the way she did things, and I figured I'd go try the hardest sport, the one I've never really paid any attention <laughs> to. <laughs> so you're saying you're a baller, though, right? So you're saying you could, could you still ball out right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can ask this guy. Oh, I mean, <laughs> we had a friendly, we have friendly competitions, but I mean, yeah, we'd, we're not going to get into that. No. Um, but I guess my senior year of high school, like March of my senior year of high school, I was like, you know what? I think I want to go play college golf. Um, so I was a, to say I was a late bloomer is an understatement. Um, and then Holly Toth, who was the head coach here at UTSA at the time, she started the program. I sent her an email of my swing and my scores, and like immediately she was like, hey, can you come out to San Antonio? Um, it was kind of surreal. It was the first college I've ever seen, uh, first trip I've ever taken. I came out other than Texas A&M because I basically grew up there. But uh, it was the first college I went to on my own, and um, I kind of just embraced it. And by the end of my official visit, like, I committed. Uh, I loved the city. I loved the campus. Uh, the hill country is like... Coming from Houston to the Hill Country was amazing. The weather <laughs> just changed in three hours. So tell me, is the traffic better here in San Antonio or oh, yeah. in the Houston area? There's, yeah, there's no <laughs> comparison. It takes like an hour to get across the street in Houston. Um, it's just it, tons of people. Um, but, yeah, I came here in 07. The program started um, 05. Um, so we were very new. We were raw talent, um, just a bunch of kids who just wanted to play golf and kind of just didn't really know what we were doing, but just kind of knew how to compete. Um, and then Carrie Parnaby was Parnaby was hired in fall of 2008, um, and she came in and kind of changed my mind about uh, coaching um, and it was playing for her a couple of years. I shortly 
you know, knew what I wanted to do. And I don't think it was like a for sure thing where I said it out loud. I just thought like, man, her job is the coolest, like to be able to shape us. And uh, she, you know, obviously put in a lot of structure and we had some adjusting to do with that. Um, but I loved every minute of it and the experience. And when I graduated, to be honest, I just hung around San Antonio as long as I could. I got lucky and got a job at San Antonio Country Club working for Jim Natoli for three years. Um, what, were you do- what were you doing there? You weren't a car girl, were you? <laughs> no, no, no. I was. I actually started out as like the outside supervisor running all outside operations and then eventually moved inside and became an assistant professional and it did, you know, just about everything, ran tournaments, uh, junior, you know, lessons, um, just anything really. Um, and then Carrie's husband at the time was the associate head coach. He got a job with Callaway's, not Callaway sales rep in South Texas. And, uh, she asked me like, Hey, you, if you want the job, like, come on, like apply and, uh, I was fortunate to get it and was the assistant for three seasons and somehow got even luckier and became the head coach. It's, it's like a Cinderella story when I talk about it. It's pretty cool. So you're saying the glass slipper fits then? Yeah. <laughs> somehow. Or is it more like a Bill Murray from it's Caddyshack like, it was Cinderella like a Nike story? Air Max slipper <laughs> at the time. Oh, uh, my, fa- my favorite. <laughs> All right. Now, Daniel, uh, yeah. what led you into uh, – this line of this career in golf uh so i you can probably hear already from my accent i grew up in england in a small town called kendall um i thought you're just up north texas really it's going that way i promise you but um yeah my dad got me into golf much like summer i was really young like three or four spent all day every day on the golf course um competed you know for my for my state and for my region and and sent out a a few videos to coaches and um just something i always wanted to do was come to the u.s we used to kind of go on holiday to florida and um play golf with my dad and my family you know in and around florida when when i was younger and it was just always something i wanted to do was was come and play college golf um all right, so who so, yeah. so who's who's your favorite golfer from England? Is are you a Justin Rose yeah, guy? Are you a yeah. Rory guy? Or, we were talking about this before. I know he's, you know, Ireland, Northern yeah, Ireland. Yeah, no, you know, I was Justin Rose. Yeah, big time. Rosie, jealous of his game more than more than anything. I think just a classy guy. Um, yeah, I wish I hit it like him. <laughs> I think everybody does. His swing is just so so sweet. Yeah, I, I love I love and to hate. I love and hate to watch him because it's just so pure and yeah, I can't stand easy, him. Yeah, it right? For when he's, yeah. But um, ultimately graduated from Alabama State University. That's where I played my college golf. Um, had a great time, friends for life, enjoyed the experience, played all over the country, which was what I wanted to do. But kind of like summer, knew that coaching was where I wanted to go. Um, whether that be in an academy or in college, I hadn't figured that out yet, but... Um, was fortunate enough to then do my master's at Auburn. And whilst I was there, I coached at the high school level. And that was my first kind of taste of coaching. And that's when I really knew that everything I did from there was was on a path toward college coaching. So, And uh, a couple of years later, working in junior golf, um, was fortunate enough to, to come over here to San Antonio and take a look around. And 
Well, I don't, stuff. I don't see any gray hairs, so I don't. So no. I guess the, those kids didn't drive you too wild. <laughs> no, I've young in coaching. I've had yeah. This will be, I guess, four years in coaching, but this is my second year in college. So uh, I'm sure those gray hairs will come, but they're not here just yet. Now, uh, both of y'all played college. I guess what was the hardest thing about playing college golf? Whether it be school or on the course or managing both, uh, what was the toughest thing? I guess being a collegiate athlete. Yeah, I guess for me, it's um, managing everything, right? Um, You put a lot of hours into golf, um, and as we all know, you know, things probably don't work out as you expect. Uh, So it's, you know, managing the day by day, um, and then you have to have a clear-cut mind to go to class and get ready for that, and it's like always putting on a different suit, um, so that that's probably the hardest part, but it's also where you have the most growth. So it's like the funnest at the end of when you look back from a year and you're like, wow, I'm a senior and this is getting easier. So as as, as a golfer, uh, what other sport, I guess, were you all the closest with? Because when I was here, I know like the track guys hung out with the basketball guys and we didn't have football at that time. And so, you know, what I guess what other sport are you all super close with or when you played? When I played, um, we mainly hung out with track. Um, yeah, some men's golfers. Yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. Um, I had the funny thing about Houston is a lot of Houston kids in general come to UTSA. It's a great school. It's like three hours away from home. So I had a lot of friends just that I grew up with that were here. Um, so I had a very mix uh bag of friends yeah yeah i would say for me uh more of the tennis teams uh a lot of europeans on the teams so i was pretty close with them and then we actually had one set of coaches that that coached both men's and women's golf it was more of like a singular team and so uh men's and women's golf you know we're always together so yeah both of those teams and, and tennis for sure now Walking in here, it's an office. Uh, I know it's a small office, but I love it. You got trophies galore. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's decked out. I mean, I guess I guess you're pretty proud of all your hardware in here. And so um, I was looking at one of the bags right here. I was looking at this camo UTSA oh, yeah. bag. I was like, <laughs> That's this year's I was, bag. <laughs> I was like, I got my eye on that bag right there. And um, one, th- one, thing, one thing about it is that um, I actually have – an old UTSA golf bag because I guess it was the former coach Parnaby, right? Is that Parnaby? She would donate a lot of, I guess her old bags to uh, one of the, the little consignment shop right next to the first tee here in town. And with Ben, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Ben. She's awesome. He fitted me for clubs when I played. I'm I'm trying, I'm begging him to fit me because he doesn't do it too much. You have to like, you have to know him really well, and you just for him to fit you. And so, so his sister actually started the program here. She's the one who recruited me. No way. Yeah, yeah. Holly Carricker, uh, but now Holly Toad when I yes. came. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah. Good. I'm gonna drop that to him because he knows he knows I'm a I'm a struggling golfer. You know, trying to make <laughs> it in this industry, and so I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that. And so I I I went up there. Every day, you know, when I was just summertime, and I saw he had an orange and navy blue bag up top. And I look up top there, and I grab it, and I'm just like, 
I can't remember the guy's name, but but it had uh, it had an English flag on there, oh, okay. you know. Ian so, Barnaby. Uh, yes, that's it. <laughs> Ian, Ian, yes, yes. I guess was that the coach's? Yeah, that was son or my coach's husband. Oh, okay. Yes, I saw the flag. So that's whose bag I have right now. Oh wow! But I covered cool. it up with the United States flag, <laughs> and I I got I had a little uh, this logo guy make my name, and I put it over his name oh, so go. i was like everyone thinks did you play etsa and i'm like have you seen how i'm hitting these balls out here does it look like i'm anything close to a collegiate golfer and so ben tells me i asked ben i said like, how much for the golf bag and he says 20 bucks and i'm just like my mouth drops and he's just like too much i shake my head no he goes too low yeah. yeah, I was like, "Here you go, I'm out of here." <laughs> and so um, I'm always, I'm always in there looking for UTSA bags, just because there's nothing licensed. There's nothing licensed. Yeah. Yeah. I think my friend had to make one on, like, he had to design one and make one himself. On ping. Yes. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And so I'm always I just, you know, that's just, that's just a little golf story. Off, yeah. off track. We're getting off track. <laughs> now, as coaches, y'all have to go and recruit golfers. I see, kind of like how you said, Daniel. Uh, you were close to some of the tennis members of the mm-hmm. team because a lot of them were Europeans. And uh-huh. now I'm looking at the roster. You do have uh, – I know you have a player from Mexico, and I know you have another player from, uh, I guess, what other country? We have two from Mexico and one from Poland. There you go. Florida. Okay, yeah, and cool. so and so I see that, you know, a lot of internationals are recruited. And I guess how, how do you all go about that, recruiting international players? Um, I mean, our facilities – is probably one of the biggest avenues that we have the weather of course coming from you know like where i grew up we didn't play all year round because it rained almost every day but we you know in san antonio fortunate to have outdoor golf weather all the time practicing at tpc and then um we play a great schedule and our team culture is is you know the strongest that i would say it's been in a long time from certainly from what i've experienced so yeah, it's 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 a good place to come for an international show for sure. Well, I'll tell you, I know all the hardware you have right here definitely speaks, you know, speaks wonders for like you said, uh you think you got a good thing going on uh-huh. here and uh what has allowed y'all to keep this train rolling? You know, you went back to back conference titles. Uh what do you think is setting y'all apart from every other school in the conference? Um that's tough to kind of think what's setting us apart. Um, but I will tell you, like, the thing that kind of drives our program um, to success is it starts with culture. And I believe that starts with relationships. Uh, we make sure our team understands that this team is the most important thing. Um, and then we, we always put in the work. We, we work hard and we make sure we're having fun. Um, nobody wants to show up to work and be miserable or, you know, we make sure we can make them smile. Golf is a very hard game, so you got to, you know, add some pressure but also kind of humble them in a way where it's it's just golf. Um, I think that's kind of what helps because we'll play a few tournaments every now and then, uh, scheduling where we'll win, and you got to win to know how to win. Um, so that also helps us when we get to conference. Uh, like this past year, we were out of it. We weren't out of it. I'm sorry. We were right under Old Dominion the entire time. And in the last round, we, you know, shoot a record school, school, school low score to 
to win. Yeah, I was looking at that. I think going into the last day, you were, I guess, down one, right? I guess. Yeah. Was it? So, you were, yeah. Yeah, you were down. Uh, you were down one, and then I saw you ended up. You ended, up, yeah, you ended up blowing yeah. them out, you know, really. I think, I guess the next school is what, maybe 12 strokes away, right? Or something, yeah, something so of that past, nature? The past two years, the school, the, you know, second place has been, you know, double-digit strokes, you know, behind. So that's been really a test to these girls' mindset and how much they believe in their ability to win, yeah. So uh, as a coach, being a coach, I always have to say, I always tell the kids, I said, look, guys, yes, I might be the leader, but I also have a principal I have to answer to. In order to be a good leader, you got to be a good follower mm -hmm. as well. And so uh, I guess having the new athletic director, uh, I guess, are the vision, is the vision the same as it's been the past several years when Hickey was here, or is it now uh, a little bit different? I think Lisa has come in and really defined uh, what our athletics program is about. And that's something I think we were all looking for. Like, wh what do we want to be known for? Well, we, she put like a vision statement together and our purpose and our core values and was like laid it on the table and within a year and said, this is what we're about. And so now every decision we make, we're making it based off of that. And it just so happened that everything that she's about our program is about as well um so it's fun like every day i'm learning when i'm around our administration i'm just soaking up the knowledge um because i just don't think that's something you can get just anywhere um you know and now that i'm kind of under it right now i want to retain as much as possible yeah. now now daniel um uh, what is it like uh being under a female head coach. <laughs> I said, look, I was raised by four women, so I'm like, you know what? I I'd rather honestly have a female boss than, yeah. than a male boss, but I guess what is that like? It's, I mean, it's great. I, Summer and I, you know, once when, when I was going through the kind of hiring process, I guess, when I came over and I met Summer for the first time, um, we'd spoke on the phone a few times before that, but meeting Summer was kind of like we have the same goal we have very similar principles core values um and so yeah just it it's awesome it's it's great fun we work really hard i think we work really well together um we're able to challenge each other as well which i think is important um it's not always yes 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 or there are times where we certainly disagree which i think is healthy so tell me, what's one of the things that you've disagreed with her? Oh, I, I want to hear. I want. I'm, I want to get mean, to the juice. Uh, I mean, it, it can be as small as what what drills we need to be doing for the next week. It can be yeah. where we're going to eat. Uh, okay. So really so is... so where does Summer like to eat? Where's where does what's her go to? Oh, I mean. Panera yeah, bread. Panera Bread. Yeah, I'm not a huge Panera Bread fan. That's a good example. Okay. This was this past week, actually. <laughs> so you're like, yeah. no, yeah. no. I guess. I mean, so what, the, what's your go-to? I like. I do like barbecue, which is kind of unusual coming from England, but I do like barbecue food. Um, so you're saying you're not a fish and chips kind of guy? Yeah, or? I mean, I, if it's there, I'm going to take it. <laughs> it's just find it, it's finding good ones. Um, we went to LSU last semester, 
uh, for their their tournament down there in Baton Rouge, and that was another example. Summer wanted. Uh, what did you even have? <laughs> Crawfish. And, the yeah. You like the mud bugs? You like the mud bugs? Yeah. So there was oh, there was a disagreement. I love them though. I do. I, I love them. They're they're good though. They are good. But yeah, I mean, it can be anything from what color hat we're gonna wear with this uniform. It, it, yeah. You know, it's little things that that are. And I mean, if you have somebody who's always gonna say yes, I mean, then you're never really gonna step outside your comfort zone. And that's pretty much what we what we do. We're, we challenge each other. Um, we don't always agree on drills or what needs to be done, but we work through it and make sure. Because we're fighting for everything that's better for the kid at the end of the day. Um, and we just talk through it, and we're like, you know what? Yeah. You know, one of, I mean, you got to be open to, you know, Stepping outside your comfort zone. I, I Admit, totally agree. Admitting when, yeah, you're probably wrong or, you know, fight <laughs> or for right, or right, yeah. right, or right, or right, or right in your case. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, look, I, I always tell the kids, I might, not al- I might not always be right, but I'm never wrong. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. So, like you said, culture, team, vision, uh, mm-hmm. super similar. You've, y'all, you know, y'all mesh really well together. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say is the general coaching style that y'all have? Um, yeah. Are you like dis- dis- disciplinarians? Are you just uh, super organized, uh, I guess, uh, or laid back, really, I guess, you know? The, the great thing is we're, we're almost everything you just said. The great thing is at the beginning of the year, we kind of draw the lines in the sand. This is what you do, what you do and what you don't do. And um, it's real simple. If you mess up, there's a consequence. And then at the end of the day, that's it. That's done. Like, let's move on. Um, but we're very organized. Uh, I don't think we have a single practice where we just show up and say, all right, what does everybody want to do? Like they come to us and they're like, what are we doing today? And when we tell them they're like busy from the first minute of practice to the last minute of practice. Um, and then at the same time, we're pretty laid back. If they're, like I said, if they're in a drill, we, we gave some pretty tough drills today and there's some frustration out there and we'll be like, you know what, take a break, stretch or We'll kind of walk them through the mental approach of the drill and kind of crack a joke and get some laughs. Um, we had a birthday today, so we had donuts and chocolate milk at practice. And can 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 I be part yeah. of the team? I, I, love, I was like, that's my kind of team. I'm sure my guys would be like, Coach. I mean, can y'all get us some milk and chocolate milk and donuts? I was like, I guess y'all are not worried about making weight or anything or you know anything like that. Like I said, it's it's all about the experience. I mean, we're not trying to be a bunch of hard asses. We're just we want to make sure they they turn out to be great people and great players. Yeah. Uh, that's that's awesome. That, that's what I like to hear. You know, yeah. man, I'm I'm feeling. It. I'm getting some goosebumps over here. You know, I'm like I'm like, coach me, please. I need it. Coach me. Okay, m- let's move it on right here. Uh, what are some of the things that you do before the competitive golf season starts that you're able to? Because golf is such an individual, individualistic sport. How are you able to make all these individuals into a team? Um, some things that we do as far as coaching. Or I guess like maybe you do prior before the season, you know, just maybe I guess like what our coaches do with us is just, you know, like some ropes courses. Or I guess oh, what are okay. some things that maybe you like do Maybe like some to, team bonding. Yeah team, yeah, team bonding or, you know, some things that to build, even though – you know, you, they are playing as individuals, but mm-hmm. so they're able to come together and for a common goal. 
unfortunately, w- unfortunately, we like the first week we start qualifying. So oh, then, geez. because we only had two weeks this year where we were we were in Minnesota, like two weeks time. Yeah, I saw that um, was last week, right? I yeah, guess that was last week. So there is no real like team bonding activities. We do have like a team uh, dinner, you know, the first week where we all come together, hand out gear. Uh, we'll play some games or just hang out and laugh. Um, but these group of girls, they get together on their own. They're so awesome. Um, the seniors, the upperclassmen make sure everybody, you know, hangs out with each other the first week. Um, and what we really do is just have a talk about expectations about, you know, this is a family and how you commit to that family and how you can disagree with each other but respect one another and stuff like that um just real teammate values we try to install early um and what you're playing for and who you're playing for uh we do you know some stuff on the course where they have to do the birds up like every time they leave a green so you know who you're playing for you're playing for that person behind you or you're playing for that person in front of you um and that will help you because now you got to make sure that you're on top of it um, with everything that you're able to control on the golf course. Yeah, I would add on to that as well. A lot of it comes from our recruiting process as well. Um, we have that team culture that's been built over a number of years and is continuing to grow and improve. Um, and every player that we bring in has to fit that culture. Um, and so for us almost every time every time certainly in my experience it's it's pretty easy and seamless for the new players to come in because you know we've recognized that they're going to understand that team culture and and fit right in with everybody way way before they even get here um so yeah that's that's certainly one way we do it as well i like that i really do throwing the birds up every time uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm gonna take that my my team my mascot is the bulldog so I'm, I'm trying to figure out i was like oh we're gonna do a little par or something i was like <laughs> i was like but i like that i was like i gotta come up with something i was like if it's if it's working for y'all i know it can work for us yeah. too. now where do you, we talked before before we started recording about where do you practice so what are some of the facilities besides tpc that you y'all practice at well, TPC is our home facility. That's where we're at most of the time um, with the oaks and the canyons and then, you know, all the chipping greens, putting greens. I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, and then for us to prepare for different courses as we go around the country, you know, everywhere is different. It's important that we use and, you know, utilize the great facilities we have elsewhere in San Antonio. Um, San Antonio Country Club is one that we play at a good bit. Um, we've played at La Cantera. Uh, Cedar Creek. I know in the past you guys have played. Uh, we've played Dominion. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Santerra. Uh, San Antonio is amazing because they really do support our program. Um, so there's not many places that are going to say, you know what, it's not going to work out. Um, they're always welcoming. Uh, Dominion, we went and saw them and we hadn't been out there in a year or so, and they're like, we'd love to have y'all out anytime you need it. Oh, um, because, I, like, I like to hear that too. <laughs> yeah, because TPC is great, but we're going to play different courses. Oh, and yeah. Dominion is very different than TPC, and oh, SAC definitely. is a whole nother deal. And Cedar Creek, I mean, is completely different. Oh, um, yeah. So it, we've been very fortunate. San Antonio Golf is just 
that's what one thing I love about San Antonio. If you're from San Antonio and you're a San Antonian, you'll be taken care of by San Antonio. I mean, I, it's, it's just yeah, like the you're right. It's the deal here. It's like the unspoken <laughs> like deal. But I don't think a lot of people know that. Out. This is why. This is one of the biggest reasons this why, why I, I do never this left. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it got you, right? It got yeah, you. Yeah, I'm stuck. I'm comfortable. So, uh, out of all these courses y'all have played here in town, what's your favorite course here in town? And don't say just TPC, just because you know they hey, yeah. they com- they accommodate <laughs> y'all the most. Well, it's TPC, but what is I guess the next course that you would say is probably y'all's favorite in the city of San Antonio. I love SAC. Love San Antonio Country Club. It See, is. You're, I mean, you're, you're telling me something that I don't. I've never. I've, I haven't been able to step foot. Now, maybe if I was a waiter or something there, <laughs> busboy, then I probably could have seen the course. But man, I, I've it's, never been out there. It's I got to get out there. Beautiful. I mean, uh, every tree is like looks like it's just been placed in the right spot. Um, they have a guy out there working the greens. I mean, he's amazing. The greens are beautiful. Um, it's well run. Jim Natoli does a great job. I, I'm biased though, because I've been there for three years. I love the membership. (laughs) I love the people. The area has good food. Sam's burgers down the road. I I love Sam's. I love the the tots. I like the onion rings. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Daniel. Yeah, so I'm not biased because, <laughs> but I'm gonna say San Antonio Country Club as well. Oh, yeah, man, come on. I thought you weren't a yes guy. No, man. it's you're hey, a yes guy. When gosh. you get to play it, you're you're gonna be on board with it. I'm telling you, it's it's fantastic. It gives you everything you need. Um, you know, country club style, great greens all the time. Uh, even just the little things like you know we're we're so I know Summer's at the point of buying a house and looking after her own yard and stuff and we're just admiring the trees and <laughs> the landscaping that's going on and, and just the little things out there that, that really make the difference for sure well see i do i do love country club golf don't get me wrong um one of my buddies he used to be the gm at fair oaks okay, yeah. and and every friday hey gotta scramble can you make it? Can you make it? You know what happens when you tell people no too many times? They, they stop, stop, they stop asking. <laughs> and so I was always, yes, yes. And that used to be my wife's bo- former boss. And so my wife was just, oh, go for it. Oh, yeah, go for it. Don't worry. I got the kids. Go for it. And he, now he's in Houston. He's at a country club that has no golf course. Oh, no. Yeah, he's like, but I got a golf simulator. We can come and play. I was like, oh, get out of here, it's not dude. The same, I, yeah. I ain't going to visit in, you. Inside golf isn't the same. Yeah. Uh, favorite golf memory, and it could be from any one of your many championships, from any of all this hardware, or something as you know when you were when you're amateur golf, or you know elementary, middle school, something. What was y'all's favorite memory of golf? Um, I'd say my favorite. I'll start with a non-competitive memory. Would be um, my dad and I played TPC Sawgrass on my birthday when I was about. I think I was eighteen. And made a I made a birdie on seventeen at Sawgrass, which is just like oh, the from someone course. from England, you know, which is like Sawgrass seems so unobtainable. You can't, you know, you're not going to get to play it in your life. Um, and was lucky enough to play it, and yeah, fluke a birdie on seventeen as well. So Dang, yeah, dude. that was pretty cool. That, you're gonna make me cry. You're gonna make me cry, <laughs> gonna make me cry over yeah. here. I was like, you know what? Well, you're in, from England, and yeah. you've been to that course, and I live in Texas, <laughs> states, and I haven't been to that course. Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite competitive memory? Pretty easy one. My last competitive round in college was NCAA regionals. Um, played at Ball State's home golf course. 
hit it in the hazard on 18 with my second shot trying to go for a pen as a senior as you do <laughs> and then took a drop and chipped in uh, to finish out my college career so that was pretty cool to to not have to put on my last hole what i always say when on the course i said hey i only got one life to live i'm gonna live <laughs> it and of course i'm gonna hit it in the hazard or shank it but hey I took the shot, you know, and I mean, man, last hole, last hole of college career, I'm going for it. That's so. what, hey, hell yeah, that's what I'd like to hear. Yeah. That's what I'd like to hear. Summer, uh, mine would have to be when I played. Um, we hosted UTSA Women's Golf host a tournament. It's, it's now called the Mary B. Koth Invitational, um, in honor of John Koth's mother, who's a who's a big supporter of ours. Um, but at the time, it was called the Alamo, and it was at Briggs Ranch, um, and we held off Baylor uh, to win. And the reason why it's probably one of my favorites is I remember run- not only running to watch, you know, some of my players finish, but I told Koth, uh, like, that year, I was like, hey, we're winning your tournament. And, you know, he kind of just looked at me like he believed me. <laughs> He's like, all right, yeah, I'll be there. And uh when we were kind of hoisting the trophy, it was, it was pretty good. All right. Now, uh, best memory, I guess, was that as a player, right? That was as a Yeah, player? as a player, Be- Best yeah. memory as a coach. Yeah, that's hard. I mean, that's like asking me, you know, which one of my – which some of our wins are our favorite because I think since I've been a coach, we had Julie Houston who's won three times. One of those was a um, – conference championship the 2018 and then we've had Anna uh, Gonzalez who's a now junior who's won twice uh, one of those was a conference champions and then we've had two team wins at conference and a couple others uh, and every time like the best thing about it is just watching them like not on the course it's after because on the course, like, that's when Daniel and I are doing the least like we're just like letting the horses get out of the gate and just kind of watching but afterwards when their smiles and just them holding the trophy it's it's amazing yeah nothing beats that that's that's sweet and you can't pick any of those they're all the same Uh, that's sweet yeah Yeah. they they seem like they're all it's it's i guess which it's It's like picking picking your favorite child yeah well i do have a favorite child i do have a favorite child so does my mom it's not me Well, that's what my daughter always, my oldest daughter always says, I am the favorite child. And I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, any superstitions as a player, as a coach that you need to do these things. I I coach softball as well. So when I get to third base, I'd like to do a little sign of the cross in the dirt, you know, with my foot and I just have to do it. And I'm like, Oh, this girl struck out and it was my fault because I didn't do that cross, you know, in the ground. Yeah, as a player, no. I was too, like, to go at everything. I didn't really. I was a kind of a head-first, go-through-a-wall kind of player. But as a coach, you can ask Daniel, like, if I get some kind of vibe from a player, whether it be good or bad, and they did something that I was there, either I'll stay with them or I'll just leave and I'll never see them again. And I'll just be like, yeah, I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> you're taking, you're <laughs> like, taking that bad juju yeah, with you, yeah. right? <laughs> It's kind of funny. Daniel. Uh, yeah, a little more superstitious, which probably doesn't come as a surprise to any of the team. Um, uh, as a player, it's going to sound so stupid now. But, uh, same, hey, nothing is OB. Nothing is OB, right? Same number of T's in the right pocket, uh, ball marker and pencil in the left pocket. Um, <laughs> I've never marker, heard those before. Yeah, it's 
ball marker same way up every time. If I had to move it for somebody, I flipped it over. Um, <laughs> that was a good one though because it always reminded me to take it back, you know, because it wasn't the you know in my eye the right way up. So I can handle that one. Um, <laughs> same pen markings on the golf ball every time. Same side of the towel every time. Uh, yeah, clean my shoes after every round. I had a lot Dang, going on. I was like, what are you doing to help the team? You're just focusing yeah. on your superstitions over here. I, if I could get that mental checklist, <laughs> I was in a good place. And that, that was what got me ready. Um, those little things made me feel comfortable. Um, didn't work for everybody. But if you look at, at players on tour, you'll find some like Summer that just don't have any of those. And But you'll find them that have those little things that they just have to do. Um, to be ready and I, I just had yeah probably half a dozen that were important now what are some of the upcoming tournaments that you have uh, I constantly I was looking for your schedule and I'm looking to see when y'all are going to play Texas State because I cannot stand Texas State <laughs> and is, is that y'all's, twice. I saw yeah. that that's what I'm saying I saw that is that y'all's biggest rival or do you have somebody within within the conference that I guess is your rival Everybody in the conference is my rival. I like that. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Texas State used to be because when I played, they were in the South. Yeah, they're the South. So, yeah, we got two trophies. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They got a couple as well. Um, But I think, you know, like Charlotte, Old Dominion, Middle Tennessee, those are just a few, like, always want to beat. North Texas is going to be a strong program. So. Any I'm bad vibes? Any bad vibes that these teams just give you? Just no, no. I mean, at the end oh, of the day, want, it's all I good fun. Yeah. I want some rivalry. The, I the want funny some thing bad blood, is, something. yeah. The funny thing is, like the coaches, they're like, I, I absolutely like love them. Like they're <laughs> awesome. So it's <laughs> that's it. The podcast is over. It's taking a turn for the worse over here. No, um, their conference USA has got in the past three years some really good coaches in and it just makes me excited because we have to turn up our level of play and um so it, it's exciting just any conference usa team i'm just looking to beat. but i mean we are a sport that plays invitational so we're not going to always see them so at that point i mean everybody i just yeah if you're in power five or you're a mid-major i, I want to be above you you know i like to hear that, that that's that's what i want to hear yeah um uh, Another thing is uh, your tournament schedule. I guess Daniel, what do you look? What tournament that's on the schedule right now? What are you looking most forward to? Uh, that's tough. Cause our schedule's really strong this year. We've added a couple of new ones that are going to be new golf courses for us, which is always exciting. Like um, we'll go to Old Dominion, um, Kissing Tree, which is Texas State's tournament, the, the Jim West, um, and then in the spring we go back to the Brazy, which is for me a, a new golf course and then our schedule is very similar from from the past spring uh, i always look forward to the conference uh, down down in florida it's the one we kind of gear up for and then you know one last year which puts us through to postseason so uh, yeah if i had to pick one i would go with with conference but with all the new courses we have coming up it's going to be a good season so what do you think it's going to do to – what do you think it's going to take to get that three-peat? Uh, it's going to take good golf again, <laughs> pretty simply. Everybody's getting better every year. Uh, this year already we've seen our, our, our other teams in our conference have have um, played well already, have a good lineup already, have freshmen have come in, transfers have come in that are playing well. So for us it's it's making sure that our game is as good as it can be. 
mentally that we are ready for three rounds of golf. Um, typically, we play pretty good on the back nine there. So the last round, that last nine holes is, is as important as any. So, you know, preparation starts early uh, from day one mentally and physically for us to, to make sure we have everything we need. Now, in making it to the, I guess it's the regionals, right? I guess it's after after your conference play. Uh, what do you think it's going to take to get past that? To get out of regionals, further? yeah. Uh, regionals is, you know, typically on harder golf courses, longer golf courses. Um, they're golf courses that we can handle, um, but it's really the mental aspect and the grind. You have to be a grinder. Um, you're going to be in bad situations. You got to know how to walk away with a bogey. Uh, you got to know how to kind of restructure your mindset on the next tee and, you know, not lose your confidence. Um, it's kind of stuff like that. We're, I mean, we're doing everything we can to make sure our games are sharp. But if you're not walking into regionals with the sharpest mental game and a little chip on your shoulder, you're not getting out. Yeah. I had another uh, uh, professional, a PGA professional, and she's the, the I think the general manager at uh, Quarry. Her name is Haley Halcott. She uh, played at uh, what is RGV in you know down yeah. in the Valley, and I think that's one thing. She was she was the second girl, the second female I had on the show, and hearing her say that and hearing y'all say that grind, that grind mentality, I freaking love that. I love to hear that. That just lets me know. Like, even though you're like, look, I got goosebumps right now. Look at that. Yeah, you that? do. You, I, this is why I do the show. You know? Yeah, just, that's awesome. I love to hear that. Yeah. Because I think if anybody is deep in this game of golf, you, you know, you have to grind somehow. You know, it's just yeah. kind of like a microcosm of life. You know, it's just, are you going to quit? Are you just going to be satisfied with, you know, losing? Or are you going to get up, dust yourself off, grind? Yeah. Grind. I mean, the, the person who wins a golf tournament is who makes minimal mistakes and keeps their worst score around par or better. I mean, that's that's how golf is played. There's hardly ever are you going to step on a golf course and have three great rounds of golf. That's that's not how this game works. Uh so that's our job is to get that push them. If we're not pushing them then it, we could win conference, but we're not really going to do anything, you know, bigger than that. Yeah. Now having one of your returning, I guess it's Ana, right? That's her name, Ana Gonzalez, right? Yeah. Uh how huge is that for y'all having her come back and having that previous success? Yeah, she's a player. Um, I mean, when she was a freshman, I was thinking like, yay, four, four years. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's big. It not only affects our team now, but it affects our team in the future. Um, she's, from Mexico, uh, she's one of Mexico's top picks. Like she went to the uh, Pan American Games this yeah, summer. Yeah, I saw you caddied for her, right? Yeah, for her. Um, it's pretty cool to say that we have one of Mexico's top amateur players. I think she said the caddy was the only thing holding her game back. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It was kind of – my Spanish is horrible, so yeah, I kind of got I, lost in the She could. I would have never known. I was just there for the food. <laughs> All right. Now um, – Tell me, Daniel, favorite golf movie? Uh, there's only one for me. <laughs> it's Happy Gilmore. Yes. Yeah, it, it's got to be. Um, favorite character? Uh, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Are you a shooter guy? Or are you happy guy? I actually guy? don't mind shooter. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I, I don't mind him, but I, you know, everybody's got to support Happy there, I guess. But yeah, Shooter McGavin's one of my favorites. He's definitely. a great villain, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's he's the guy you love to beat on the golf course. Definitely. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. All right, Summer, favorite golf movie? Oh, it's it's definitely Caddyshack. Yeah, my favorite character is the obnoxious new member. I forgot his name. Uh, who's playing music and dancing? Oh on the yeah, golf course. yeah, and he starts yeah. the match. Yeah. Oh, it, and it, before they even tee off, he's out of it. <laughs> oh, his arm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love his golf bag. I mean, because as as being a golfer, you know it. You always you sneak some beverage. You sneak some adult yeah, beverage. Yeah, it had like course, yeah, you know? buttons that had just about any feature in it. Yeah, it was pretty good. All right, um, favorite LPGA player. I like the Cordes sisters, and. I like just watching them on Instagram. Their swing is amazing. Oh, it's, I mean, it's maybe follows had a body as long as trying. Them, you know? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, favorite PGA player? Oh, Tiger. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, hey. Hey. Okay. We're, we're, yeah. we're getting along. We're getting along. Daniel. Favorite LPGA player? Yeah. Um, I like the Coda Sisters too. Their swings are awesome. Um, I like Charlie Hull from England. I think she has a great attitude. I think she's. Yeah, she's very free on the golf course. She um, says what she's thinking at the time and is a very aggressive player, so I, I kind of like that. Um, I like Brooke Henderson, too. Oh, yeah, I love Just, Brooke. Just, yeah, steady, strong, um, great swing. So, yeah, those those three or four, I guess, if you include the, the Coda sisters. LPGA, I mean, a PGA player. Well, Justin Rose, yeah, he would, he would be the player that I would most like to swing it like um just say it you want to be like yeah him. I, I do wanna, i want to be him <laughs> uh i i love tiger i'm a huge tiger fan always was um and i like tommy fleetwood too i think his swing and uh, english jesus huh? yeah, yeah the hair <laughs> the grace yeah, it's flowing it's awesome. beautiful he's fun he's, he's fun to watch yeah all right now the last thing i always have a section in the the podcast that i just kind of just we get a little controversial. I, I have one controversial topic that I discuss, and uh, it's about Hank Haney. Some of his comments that came out about uh, he didn't know any female golfers that are on the LPGA, and uh, he said he said it was going to be somebody named Lee was going to win. It was going to be a Korean yeah. golfer. Uh, what are your thoughts on what Haney said? Um, it's tough. I think everybody has kind of a lapse of judgment especially when they're always mic'd up um i don't think he put a lot of thought into that saying at all um you know probably the best thing he could have done was not made any comments at all um but yeah it, it's it's a bit disappointing um but at the same time it's that's kind of how people are learning these days, right? Uh, making <laughs> comments when they shouldn't be, and then like, ooh, maybe we don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, the the way I looked at it too is, so I, when I, I did my master's, I focused a lot on uh, sport and communication and gender in sport specifically. And for me, it, it, it almost highlights the issue of how little coverage women's sports get yeah. in the media, particularly golf. It's it's really pretty bad, um, and for me, that's one of the things that I would like to see the biggest change in, and and would advocate for is more coverage, 
uh, for for all women women's sport and female athletes um, equal pay and and try and level level the playing field between the men's and women's games for sure um, that's where what kind of it highlighted for me yeah. I, I totally agree with you there and having two daughters uh, my oldest always said that she wanted to be the president. She wanted to be a nun and she wanted to be a president. And I was like, yes, that's perfect. That's exactly what I want to hear. Yeah. And But I wanted to say the day Hillary Clinton didn't get elected, she was crushed. She was crushed. And I, I didn't really care. You know, it, I, it does, I'm not into the po- whole political scene, but I, I almost wanted her to win just so my daughter can say, hey, if she did it, I'm a female. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. That's that's kind of the the issue with everything is that a lot of young girls um, and a lot of people of of color or just any minority they don't have anybody that's kind of you know went through some of the boundaries that they're hoping to get through. Um, that's why Tiger Woods was such a big deal for me when I was a kid. Oh, heck yeah, same yeah. Here. I mean, a, a man of color like just playing amazing um so a person like hillary winning i mean think about how many girls that could influence to get into politics to be ceos um just to want to be leaders in general uh, because there's just not enough women leaders I, to, uh, totally agree in corporate totally agree. in politics um in coaching there's just not enough yeah what I always tell my daughters, I said, look, look what your mama can do when I'm out there playing golf. You know, hey, she's taking care of two girls. She's taking, holding down the household, holding down the money and everything. And I said, hey, we could use a woman like that in the office because they could multitask. Yeah. Guys, we can't multitask. Yeah. I don't know about you, Daniel. I mean, you're a yes man, so no, I don't know. <laughs> but I definitely can't multitask. Um, I will say that there, if you look at athletes you look at Billie Jean King what she did for title nine and, and now you have you know your Serena Williams of, of the world that are that are trying to to push women's sports up and, and put it at the forefront um, as much as they can and that's something that Summer and I you know want to do for, for women's golf that's one of the reasons why we're coaching is to give uh, all of our players the opportunities the same as they would get if they were male or female um, so yeah, that's that's. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all. Reason. I think y'all are right on. I think y'all are on track. Y'all are doing that right now, and I commend y'all for that. Uh, you know, you make me as a proud alumni. You know, proud alumni. Uh, I'm super proud. Uh, that's that's one thing I saw. I I was a little bit inebriated uh, when I met you, Summer. But you know what? I was like, first thing I said, hey, proud of you. I I don't know if it came yeah, out right. I was did, like, you did say that, I think yeah. I said, proud, you girls, golf, good. <laughs> and so um, I thank y'all today for allowing me to come out here, coming yeah, over, yeah. over here to the luxurious offices y'all have yeah. here. And um, I'm super excited about and super hopeful that y'all are going to have another successful season. And I wish y'all nothing but the best. Thank you.